Good morning, everyone. My name is Sarah Desmore. Welcome to the Moms on the Grind podcast. So today is Wednesday, June 3rd, and we are living in a historic moment. A lot has been going on, and I'm feeling really sad, disappointed, scared, and I'm still in disbelief with everything happening. So today, this is a solo episode. We're going to keep it real, okay? Today, we're going to have this talk, and we're, we're going to discuss, you know, about this other virus. We're going to talk about this other virus or parasite called racism, and guess what? We're going to talk about what we can do as moms all around the world. We're going to talk about what we can do so that our children grow up to be open-minded, you know, open to new cultures, and most importantly, non-racist. As you guys already know, we're basically living a nightmare right now um, in the U.S. And I know it's like that in some places around the world as well. But George Floyd was murdered in broad daylight. And again, he was unarmed. He was innocent. He didn't do anything wrong. He was murdered by police officers, right? By one specific police officer, but a bunch of other police officers beat the fuck out of him in his car before that. Um, for no reason, right? They, they thought he had a bad $20 check, right? Um, I, I still can't believe it. I can't even believe that I'm saying those words right now in 2020. And this happened shortly after Ahmaud, Ahmaud Arbery, please excuse if I'm not pronouncing it right, another Af- African-American man, he was just jogging. He's like, hey, let me go for a jog. And guess what? He fucking got killed because these people got in a car started chasing him and shot him like he was a fucking animal. People don't even do that to animals. People don't even, you need a license in Canada to shoot at animals. In the U.S., you get a gun, you just feel free to shoot at humans. I'm just in complete disbelief. This guy was jogging. He got killed for no reason. No reason. He can't, you can't even jog. As a black, I'm a black person. That means I can't jog. That means I can't even go somewhere. Let's say I get a $20 bill and I don't even know that it's fake and I go to a store. I can, I can die. It, it's, it's insane. Okay? So the Ahmed Arbery, the, did that happen in Georgia? I mean, there's so many other situations. Fucking Trayvon Martin had Skittles. He was a kid. He had Skittles in his pocket and he got killed. I mean, guys, what the hell is going on? Okay? Those are just a few examples Okay, I can't breed became an international cry for help. Okay, (laughs) what can we do except donate and protest, right? Even the protests, people are thinking it's terrorism now. There's even supposedly some people even putting bricks to just incite people to, to break things and people are breaking businesses. I mean, even protesting, I feel like it's not even enough, right? So I think that one of the things we can do collectively, especially as moms, is to teach our children otherwise. We need to teach them and show them that racism is not it, okay? So in my opinion, racism is a huge, 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 huge lack of education, okay? And bear with me because I have notes written like on paper, like old school, because I went ham this morning when I was journaling. So that's why I did this episode. So back to the topic. So Racism comes from someone else, you know, or, you know, many, many other uneducated people, right? Or just a person with no fucking logic. And I say that people that are racist have no logic, just in my opinion, because at the end of the day, we're all human. Whether you're dark, light, Asian looking or yellow, whatever color you are, 
you're still a human. We have the same DNA. We have the same composition in our body. We have eyeballs. We have legs. We have a heart. We have organs. We're the same fucking thing. The only thing is we come differently. Just like fruit or strawberries. You won't have two strawberries that are the same, but they're still fucking strawberries. Right? Tomatoes. You have fucking... I know it's like a crazy example, but that's just to show you how fucking stupid racism is. If you have tomatoes, you'll have a darker tomato, a red tomato, a fucking yellow tomato, right? There's different colors of tomatoes, but it's still tomatoes. So it's the same, right? It's We're the same. We're the exact same, okay? And there's people out there that are teaching <laughs> their children that black people are savages. They're teaching their children that Arabs are terrorists. They're teaching their children that all Mexicans are illegal or even all black people are uneducated, right? So it's insane because at the end of the day, children have no fucking clue. They have no idea when they're born, right? They don't think that. They just see another kid. They're like, oh my God, another kid, right? They're not like, oh, this kid's different. They might notice it, but they might think it's cool. Right? I don't know what it is, but it's that I'm telling you that it's adults that teach it to their children, okay? Until someone teaches them, you can't become racist, okay? So, just to give you an example, uh, my daughter, when she started pre K, she came home one day and she told me, uh, she, was, she was like a bit sad. And you know, I was like, oh, what's going on? And she said, well, you know, this kid at school told me that I'm ugly, that my skin color is ugly. Mind you, she was five years old, I was completely heartbroken. It's like I knew I would have to have this conversation with her. I didn't think it would have to happen when she was five years old. I, I just couldn't believe it. And, you know, I asked her how it went and she said, well, this girl, and it's actually her friend in school that really loves her. Like they're really good friends. Well, so I thought, or so I think, um, told her that her skin color was ugly. So immediately, you know, like I immediately become upset at a fucking five-year-old. I'm like, this bitch, I can't believe this fucking kid told that to my to my daughter. What a bitch. Like, but then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, Sarah, like you're crazy. Like, what are you doing? This kid is five years old. She has no idea what she's talking about. Immediately, I'm like, you know what? It's her fucking parents. Her parents said something about that. Her parents said something about black people having ugly color or whatnot, or just people that are darker being ugly. She has no idea. It's her parents who taught her that. Either her parents or maybe her grandparents or an adult around that child told that child that black skin was ugly. So now this now six-year-old already has that ingrained in her head. I mean, it's just, that's how it starts, guys. Okay? So, at the end of the day, you know what I had to do with my daughter when it came to that? Now, every single morning, I make her say affirmations in front of the mirror. And I have her say and repeat every morning that she is beautiful, that she has beautiful brown skin. Because I never want her to think that she's ugly or that she's different or that it puts her at a disadvantage or whatnot. Because she is beautiful, no matter what her color, the, the color of her skin is. And she needs to understand that black is beautiful. There is black girl magic. I mean, there's no... There's no way for me to even think that, oh, just because of your skin color, things are different, right? So... You know what? At the end of the day, I am going to give some advice, but I'm in no way a therapist or child psychologist or a coach or anything like that. I'm literally just going to be speaking from my heart because I am not a racist and I 
got I got the privilege and you know people talk about white privilege but I do have I call it the Canadian privilege in the sense that I was privileged to grow up in a suburban town called Brossard in right by Montreal Canada so I, let's just say Montreal Canada and I grew up in such a multicultural environment that it was like almost impossible for me to even say or even think anything racist because it's like the person, you know, my my neighbor's Paki from Pakistan. My other friend has a turban. My other friend is Arabic and is doing Ramadan. My other friend is Chinese. My other friend is Syrian. I have this other friend who's Greek and Ru- like it was so multicultural. It was insane. I mean, even just to give you an example of how multicultural it was, when I was in elementary school, and I'll give the name of the school, it's called Saint Laurent, which was Saint Lawrence before. So it was so multicultural that every year they had to have this thing called Festival of Nations, right? Where everyone brought food from, and you know, the parents were invited and everything, and everyone had to bring food from their country because there were so many fucking nationalities. And you know what that did to me? Okay. It made me grow up just being so open-minded, understanding the other cultures, appreciating the other cultures. To this day, I'm still friends with most of my friends from elementary school. I mean, some of them, you know, I have Arabic friends who went on to marry a Vietnamese person or some Haitian friends that went to marry someone that's a totally different nationality. I mean, I think it's so beautiful that I was able to grow up in such a multicultural environment, and I think that it helped me. It made me open-minded. It made me tolerant. And I, I mean, that's what the world needs, right? So, but keep in mind, my parents did tell me when I was a kid, when you, you know, as a black woman, as a black person, if everyone in your class gets 80%, you need to make sure you get 90% or even 100% to even be considered for the same job. So do you guys hear this? I grew up with my parents telling me that I have to work harder to be considered the same as a white person. And guess what? I still work that way. That's ingrained in my mind. And now that I live in the U.S. and that I see what's going on, I totally understand where they're coming from because there is some systemic racism. And yeah, as Black people, it's like sometimes we're immediately discriminated. You know, it's it's crazy, right? So again, I grew up around open-minded people, okay? And I also became open-minded. So like I said, although I'm not an expert, I have witnessed all of these friends, all of these people grow up and not become fucking racist. In fact, like I said, some of them marrying outside of their religion or outside of their race. It's just constant, right? So, and to be honest, it's really only when I moved to the U.S. And I know there's some racism in Canada, like I've, I know it, but I've never deeply like experienced it like I'm experiencing it now. Okay, it's really when I moved to the U.S. that I really felt it. Okay, it's really when I moved to the U.S. that I start, people started telling me shit like, "Oh, you're pretty for a black girl. You're educated for a black girl. You're you're very you know intelligent and you're very you know classy for a black girl." I mean, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? That means that you think all black people are like uneducated or or ugly, and because I'm supposedly pretty, that I'm like different. Like people tell me that as if it's a compliment, and I think it's the biggest insult. So. Again, my opinions on what you should do to make your kids non-racist, those are just tips I'm giving. Um, If you disagree, fine, okay? If you have other ideas, great, share them. If you have other ideas, whatever it is, make sure that you make an effort so that your kids don't become people who are shooting, killing black people for no fucking reason, right? Or 
terrorizing or beating up or insulting or whatever it is that's negative towards either black people or even other fucking nationalities, make sure that that's not your son or your daughter that's calling the cops on a man that tells you to leash your dog in Central Park, right? Shout out to Amy Cooper. Um, I'm, I'm usually not a negative person, but I'm, I think she deserves losing her job and she deserves all the backlash she's getting because she lied and called the cops and you know, you guys know the story, right? She called a call saying, oh my God, I'm distressed. This black man, this African-American man's attacking me when he only told her to leash her dog. So make sure that your kid doesn't become fucking Amy Cooper. Okay. So make the effort, make some type of effort. Okay. So the first thing I suggest that you do is teach your children about the world. And no matter what state you're in, and I know Americans in general are very, very patriotic. You know, they're very like the U.S., the U.S., the U.S., but guess what? The U.S. is not the only country in the world. I think that it's really important that kids know that there's other countries, that people act different, they eat different, they look different in other countries, right? So you can't keep your eyes shut to the world. You can't only talk about the U.S., the U.S., the U.S., the U.S., the U.S. That's not how it works. Okay, I I noticed that when I moved to the U.S., right? Like in Canada, the news, they talk about more world stuff. Um, Even in, you know, even moving to the U.S., first of all, I don't watch the news. You guys already know that. But I noticed that the news here are very like more what's going on here. Not And some of the stuff that's going on around the world, it's more negative. I'm like, why are you only sharing like the negative stuff that's going on in Arabic countries or even in China or whatever it is, you know? So make sure that they know more about the world right? I'm going to talk about travel later, but one thing you can do is whenever you're doing taco night, right? Or or even making spaghetti, hey, explain to your kids, hey, taco night, guys, that's from Mexico. YouTube is fucking free, right? You can show videos of Mexico of what it is and what, how people make tacos and, you know, where they come from, right? When you're eating pasta, you can show people that, okay, um, this it's from Italy, right? Italians are the ones that eat a lot of pasta. If you're eating freaking fried chicken or any type of soul food, just teach them that African Americans, you know, that's what they eat. Or if you're eating Caribbean food, just teach your children, listen, this is where it comes from. This is what they do there. It, it takes five minutes, right? Just to explain it and to speak about it in a positive way, or you can make it fun, right? Um, another thing you can do, I know there's a bunch of world maps puzzle, right? Puzzles, I'm sorry. So you can get that for your kids and just help them with the puzzle and explain, you know, just briefly explain to them about, briefly talk to them about the different countries, right? So, I mean, you can also, whenever there's different holidays, Chinese New Year, whenever there's Hanukkah for, for the Jewish people, right? Just teach them about these other holidays, right? Um, Haitian Mother's Day just passed and I had to explain to my daughters like, like, okay, yeah, we have Mother's Day early May, but end of May, it's Haitian Mother's Day because guess what? Your grandparents were born in Haiti. So this is your culture. It's important to know different cultures. Okay. I mean, and I, I don't think that's too complicated. Okay. The second thing is you can try to put your kids in schools where there's more diversity. And I know that's not always easy in the U.S. because I'm, I'm even I've had trouble finding that for, uh, with my daughter, but it is possible, right? Um, look for schools that have different language programs because usually the schools that have different language programs, even if you don't put your kid in those programs, usually there's more different nationalities, right? Like, for example, my daughter goes to an all-French school. 
Um, there's, it's so diverse, right? You have people from Africa, you have Arabic people, you have Moroccans, you have you have so many different nationalities. I think it's really, really cool. I, I still don't think there's enough black people, but that's just me. But but still, you know, there's still Africans and my daughter, you know, for her to see that, okay, like there's another black person that's not like Haitian, like she is or Canadian. It's cool because she gets to discover that, right? And if you can't find a school that has a lot of diversity, you know, you can always put your kid in different activities where like dance or just different things. And it doesn't have to be necessarily in your neighborhood. It can be in a different neighborhood where it's more diverse, right? So that's a good way to expose your kids to other people um, that are from different races, different colors, different religions, religions, different backgrounds, okay? So I personally was very particular even about the school of my daughter because I'm like, there's no way that I'm putting my daughter in a school that they don't talk about the world, that they don't talk about other things in the U.S., right? So that's that's a, just, you know, an idea. Number three is to travel. Um, traveling is probably one of the best things that children can do, I think, if you can afford it, of course. Um I've traveled a lot growing up and I'm not saying, oh, you know, do a lavish trip to Paris or whatnot. You can take your kids to other states or other cities that are more diverse, right? For example, I would tell, you know, just New York, for example, it's super, super diverse compared to other states, right? So you'll you'll have people of all nationalities walking in the street or, you know, if you don't want to get out of the North America, you can always take your kids. And again, I say I'm from Montreal, take your kids to Montreal. It's the, the ticket to go to Montreal is cheaper the plane ticket is cheaper to go to Montreal than to go to California from Miami, okay? So take your kids to Montreal because in Montreal, they're going to be exposed that they're going to see that at every, one of our fast food chains is called Amir, which is shawarma and shishtauk, which is Lebanese food, right? So, I mean, and there's a lot of Vietnamese people as well. There's, I mean, that, just travel with your kids. It's literally the best way to show them that people are different and it's okay for people to be different, right? Because when you travel, you're forced to adapt to another culture. You cannot go to France and just want everything American. Their French people are literally going to roll their eyes at you. When you go to Montreal, okay, you're going to want to be super American, but guess what? You're going to have to use the brands that we use in Canada and you're going to be have to be around people that are different nationalities because that's what it is and you can't change that and you're in that country and it, it is what it is, right? So that's what you can do. And number four, this is probably the most important thing. Do not make any negative or derogatory, I'm sorry, I'm not pronouncing it right, but do not make any negative remarks about other races, other cultures, even if it's a fucking joke, okay? Kids, remember. And guess what? It could They could unconsciously believe it. It becomes ingrained in their mind, right? Even when you make a joke, oh, these niggas, right? Like, oh, these black people, oh, yeah, of course that's niggas. Whatever it is, don't even use that word. Even for me, like, sometimes I joke about, like, my, my Latino friends or whatever. Like, I'll make some funny jokes, whatever. But I'm never going to say that in front of, like, Eva. And even when it's with my friends, it's nothing offensive. But even in front of Eva, I don't want that. Guys, don't say anything negative about other races or other cultures or other religions. What's the point? What's the point in doing that? Are you just trying to just make your, your kids become haters like you are? Like, even if you think that, make an effort, Make an effort so that we can make the world a better place. Because my daughter, in 20 years, she could be the one that, you know, a cop enters her house and it's in the wrong, and the cop is in the wrong house and they kill her. Like, this is like my biggest nightmare. 
It's my biggest nightmare, guys. And it's my biggest nightmare to see it happening today. You know, I heard someone say the other day that hell is empty because the demons are on this earth. So we need to change that, guys. And changing the world, it starts at home. Okay? And guess what? I do have hope. I have hope that things can be different. I have hope that, you know, collectively, just because of what I've seen the past couple of days, especially people of all races, of of all country, everyone's coming in solidarity against um, police brutality, against discrimination. I think it's beautiful that everyone is coming together. And as moms on our grind, or whether you're on your grind or not, I really don't care, from all around the world, right? If you, you're a parent, make sure that you teach your kids otherwise, okay? It starts at home, guys. So thank you for listening to this episode. If you really, if you like the podcast, if you're enjoying it, uh, please go on iTunes, leave me a review. And guys, again, I'm not feeling the best. Social media right now is not the best for me. I even had to take a couple of days of a break because it was too much, very overwhelming, everything that's going on. So thank you so much for listening to this episode.